johnsyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 1-800-209-1679. 1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. one 209 1679 johnsyndicate.com call 1-888-201-4201 that's 1-888-201-4201 direct from the Vegas Strip are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys the same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com.
All right, folks, here we go. It's another edition of Sports Insider radio.com the weather is wacko in las vegas uh and it's been wreaking havoc uh, with the old technical goodies but everything seems to be all sorted out so away we go brian blessing david miller are in las vegas john and mike are going to join us from baltimore I invite you to check out the website sportsinsiderradio.com 800-209-1679 were you a good boy on the roads, man? People drive like complete buffoons around here. I'm from Seattle where it rained basically eight months a year. So I'm not worried about me. Oh, I'm, I'm worried people. about the other knuckleheads. Yeah, no, yeah, be good. careful out there. The roads are... They were driving good. Road, oh, God. Yeah. Look at you. Driving extra slow. So I, I, I took side streets today. I'm when, like, you when, know what? I ain't tempted fate. But, but when everyone goes really slow, it's it's, it's okay. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the beauty. I, I'm from Buffalo. That was always the beauty of Buffalo. When it snowed, everybody slowed down. Everybody slowed down. Everybody's in a good mood. We're all in the same mess together, and, and it was fun. Yeah, you go out to a bar and have a good time. There you go. There you go. All right, let's bring the boys in. I don't know. Is it raining in Baltimore? Is it a theme day? So listen, it's raining. In, I don't even. I don't know what it's doing here, but it's just typical winter weather. Mike's on the phone with a client right now, so I'll, he'll pop on the show when he's off off with the client. But I wanted to ask. Let's start off the show with. I got to ask you guys: Are the Akron Zips since the games today? They're zero and ten straight up. Mm-hmm. They are zero and ten against the spread. Please don't tell me, Dave, wise guys. I don't know what you've done. I haven't looked at anything yet today. Is the smart money coming in on plus the 31 in this game? Not sure about that, but I think in NFL, when we get in this situation, then the sharper guys all look to play these teams at post. But in college, it's a little bit different. Um, But I I don't think so. (laughs) I laid the number last week with this Eastern Michigan against them. And... Miami's not good enough to be laying that kind of number against anybody, albeit these poor kids. It, it's it's a train wreck. It's a nightmare. And I it, it would it would be lay the thirty one or nothing. But I clearly just said, you know, there's another Mac game, and I'll focus on that. So I I I gladly laid the points. Oh, last you mean week. the other Buffalo Toledo Mac game? Well, the, the other game. the other Mac game that'll be in action tonight. Yes. How's the weather in Buffalo? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, well, you know it is crummy. It is a me <laughs> crummy always. But here's you know for the listeners that are listening, I got people listening in Poland. I got people. I got Don listening in in Texas. I got I got Jimmy listening in Seattle. All these guys that are listening, they're all fans of the NFL. And the question I ask you, Dave, is as a professional better, and you, Brian, yourself as a professional, are you? T- is it is the panache of the football betting itself? Does it does it lose a little when it's every day of the week? Obviously, there's always something to bet on every day of the week. But I just I'm talking about specifically to football. For me, not really, especially taking the five months off or four months off every summer. Uh, it every day is like Christmas to me. Like today, I'm going to focus on on the NBA and then uh, the games for Saturday and Sunday. Not going to get too involved um, in tonight's games. You sir, I love it. Uh, I, you I love those I, well, conferences. Well, yeah. no, I, I, a, I follow the MAC quite closely, and I say all summer long. And then when we're getting up to the beginning of football. You're crazy if you do this not to pay attention to the MAC. Because 
watch them, focus on them when the Davids are playing the Goliaths because we now reach the point of the year where these guys are featured on a nightly basis, a weeknight national TV games, and there's real opportunities there. I mean, the game last night, I'm sitting there going, oh, boy, I'm dead wrong on that one. I had the over in the Northern Illinois-Eastern Michigan game. It's 14-7 at the half. I'm going, that game should have been a track meet. Oh, well. Well, the second half, they, they put up 1,000 points, and the game went over to total. I mean, it looked like a dead under. Uh, the, the MAC is... It's it's a unique animal. I love it. I love that conference. But can there can there really be any value today fading Akron yet again when they've lost every? Is, oh no, you don't bet. Has just the number because, caught up though? You think? I mean, have you ever seen a total thirty one and the total yeah, forty five? Yeah, we just saw it last week. We just saw the o- Ohio State. So if you like Akron there, do you just bet the over? Just that's. I can't trust bet. Akron to score. Well, no. Ak- Ak- Akron scored a touchdown. They got two touchdowns last week. One was like an eighty-yard. They threw a slant pass, and the guy missed the tackle, and the kid ran eighty yards for a touchdown. And then they got another garbage touchdown. But when the when the kid from Akron scored the touchdown, you would have thought they won the lottery because it was the first touchdown they'd scored in four weeks. Um, the you know, the numbers obviously ridiculously inflated. But I, I mean, I, I'd steer clear. But the other game to me is that there's a real opportunity in the in the other MAC game. Open, That's a serious open game. seven, and it's nine now. What are your thoughts there? Well, all the money it's steaming on Buffalo. Buffalo is just beside themselves. I don't know how they react. Uh, they blew a 21 fourth quarter lead last week. They had Kent State. They were killing them, and they had an onside kick they didn't recover and a blocked punt. And they gave away the game that would have made them bowl eligible. And now they're talking about they don't want to be six and six. They they're afraid if they're six and six they'll get left out of the bowls. So they're not only talking about winning the game tonight. They're making sure that they got to win the game next week. I understand the money coming in in them, but I, I think they're points galore in this game. This Buffalo team's a great running team, but their defense gets sketchy. I I, I think that that's that's the Mac track meet game tonight. So wait for a post ten maybe. Take the ten. I, I the side is not doesn't doesn't okay. Th- I mean the this I, I get the steam. I I I think the total's the way to go. To be honest, I try to avoid talking about these kind of Akron games because I, I know at post I'll be. Is there a thirty three and a half somewhere and it's thirty two everywhere? You know, I I feel I'll get involved somehow. <laughs> like, do, just do, for market do, value, do something else. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why I'm trying not to talk do, about it. I don't do want to look at it. Do something else. <laughs> I'm telling you, that's funny though. But I mean, hey, you're right though. Uh, John, I mean, I'm sure you'll you'll deal with calls even if like it, you know I'm saying sometimes no or pass is the best word you can say, but there'll be people because it's the game that are on TV. What do you got in that game? And you're like nothing. I mean, Don't always, do anything you know, is the best thing you can tell them. Yeah, I mean, look, that's always the uh, the deal with me is that you know they want high volume and you know obviously me and Dave are on the complete opposite sides of the table. I'm, you know, he has a different strategy, and I'm, I'm dealing with clients that just can't, a lot of times can't handle that volume, or they just don't want to do the work. Because look, you know, the, the, the illusion that it's for people out there that are listening that want it, they see all these articles like some kid, I'm not going to mention his name, is all over the internet that he just won $600,000 in the last three weeks in New Jersey betting money line, 13 leg parlays. I mean, they make it look easy, but look, let's be, let's, Dave, I mean, you're the guy, it's work for you to play and beat the number and get off where you need to get off and drive around and search offshore and search from, you know, up and down the strip and all the way over to Henderson and Summerlin and all around. 
it's work to get those numbers because you're playing a number, you're not playing games. Where the average person, they you know, it, it, they don't want it to be work. They're trying. It's entertainment where they're looking to make money. When they really sit down and realize the work that it takes, a lot of these guys, even when presented with a winning strategy. Time-wise, they don't have, because they have other jobs. Where you, Dave, you don't have another job. This is your job. Well, well, I'm not sure exactly. I, I don't know how that guy made all the money. The po- or uh, yeah, the young kid. But you saw the article, right? Well, well, I think I looked through it. I'm not sure exactly what the yeah, details. He played were. a 15 leg money line right. parlay, and then a 13 leg money line parlay, and it was basically like if you add enough money lines together, and Brian can speak to this, then the, 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 you can put up four grand and make three hundred thousand. This but is, you're, and again, this is what all, everybody. They were all square. They were all square sides. Right. So this is just the luck element in the short term. Uh, playing, obviously, one guy benefited from it, but yes, long term, uh, you need to do everything you just said. Shop around, pass on games where the value got away, or you're unsure. Uh, play some games like Akron when everybody's too afraid to play them. I hate to use that example. Sorry, guys. Uh, but yeah, but in, in the short term, sure, anybody could just walk in, put a thousand on a on a on something like that, and and hit. I don't want to say the lottery, but hit big percentage wise for their bankroll. So this is kind of what keeps your average person going too. Is I could turn a little bit into a lot, but yeah, I I, I don't have that mentality. Complete opposite. Um, so, what about you, Brian? When you read stories like that, because it is something you know, it's so mainstream now. The sports betting, and you read articles, it, you know, it makes the twenty-three-year-old kid who you know thinks he's going to open up an account with ninety dollars and run up to a million bucks. It's kind of it's kind of humorous because we we know the odds, and I'm not rooting against this guy. There's no, I'll give you a big ro- a big word, Brian. There's no Schadenfreude. I'm not rooting against the guy to lose his money. <laughs> You can look that. They did it in poker. They put ninety dollars, and some guys turn that kind of money. More power to the guy. I God bless, man. Well, what I'm saying is, everybody makes the assumption that he's going to lose all his money back, and I don't know if he's going to do that if he's smart. But my point is, is that for the average person out there thinking that this is the stuff that can make they can quit their day job and be money line parlaying, you know. No, no, no. I, I, I'll tell you one thing. uh, it, it's a great story. Uh, when I when I first got here, and I'm working, uh, you know, in the odds making firm, and there was a guy I won't even you know, even go there, but there was a guy that was just a, <laughs> on a tear. Uh, you know, I mean, li- I mean, just an incredible season. There've been several of these guys, uh, and and he was he was just on, an, on a complete heater. And every Wednesday morning, uh, you'd go to the odds screen. And they'd release their plays for the week, and the screen would light up like a Christmas tree. And the, the guy was just on a, on a dead, dead run. And I remember you know, one of the veteran odds makers who's been here forever just sat there. You know, it like it did, didn't even phase him in the least, and he just went, flavor of the month. And, the, right. and, that, and that guy, and again, I'm not, I won't even say, you know, that guy had an incredible year. The next year, invisible. He was that's Casper a, the Friendly Ghost. That's what I think happens to to ninety five percent of these guys. I I really think they just lose it all back, and I think that they're just on a heater, like he said. I don't because think you know how hard this is to win. Your sharpest guys in the world betting sides probably make like two percent. So when these guys are are, are returning like seven or eight percent over and over, 
you know that's just the luck the the luck part of it and you know it's coming back down at some point so i and and they take bad prices you can't win doing that in the nfl market so yeah i i predict that that he gives it back but but i don't know him i don't know the story and i was just i was just speaking to the aspect of people calling up here and going do you have a parlay package because i want to do what this kid did and i'm going no i don't have a parlay package yeah, you're no, but, but you know, it, honestly, though, uh, I mean, and you don't they, they, pay the only thing, somebody but, to tell you to lay four hundred. No, but the, the the thing is, you know, to you know, people, you know, you see somebody like that, and oh, I can do it, and then people go and and you know, jump, end up off a cliff, you know, getting stupid. I mean, you root for the guy that he did it. Uh, but the reality of it is, uh, yeah, you can hit the home run. But the the, the, but the the cool thing for the industry is, why why do you think these contests when they throw the, the buzzword out, the football game, a million dollars? You know, it's a marketing thing. Uh, when uh, what was the horse? I think it was. I'll have another. I think uh, won the Kentucky Derby. Uh, the trainer. And the groom for the horse drove from California to State Line down in Prim to bet the horse at like two hundred to one to win the Kentucky Derby. Well, okay, so they they I don't know I forget the number they picked up one hundred fifty thousand bucks or whatever. Mm-hmm. But William Hill, they don't want to lose one hundred fifty thousand dollars, you know. But they were they were doing a cartwheel because they got publicity out of it. I mean, it's worth its weight in gold. Well, so that's the thing. I'm looking at a, um, a you know, speaking about contests, just because I gotta, I gotta, you know, I gotta, I gotta talk about it. You know, if you go to the Insiders Alliance page, Dave, of, of uh, the site where we've done the videos at VegasRingers.com, just a little toot your own horn there. I'll toot it for you, Dave. I'm looking at the uh, Las Vegas Hotel and Casino check that you got on January second for 147,315. What place did you place? And so when you, you know, and, and again. How you don't expect to do that every year, even though you enter. I mean, that was in 2015. Where that's five years ago. You know, speak to that winning that 147,000 in that particular contest. How hard was that? Well, I have a few hits like that. Not that's that's my biggest one, but I have a couple others that were uh, tens of thousands. But basically, I look at the contests as he was saying. I kind of agree with him on what he was saying, but the contests actually have value. There's many ways that they can have value. The each place is usually giving back a hundred percent. So because they're giving back a hundred percent, if you have a pretty good opinion, go with the better numbers, do all the fundamentals there. You're actually you you have you have an edge in those contests. That's why I try to do as many as I can, and uh, I don't expect to win them all. But I know every dollar that I'm investing into them. Uh, I have an expected return that's over 100%. But those parlays, William Hill might have paid out 200000 to the kid, but I'm sure they collected, out of everyone else that lost, maybe they even made money off the parlays last week, and I'm not sure. So, yeah, for them it makes sense. Okay, we, we won a little bit or lost a little bit, but let's go ahead and, and market this. And the other thing I was thinking is um, – Parlays too have you know if you can find good progressives like sometimes the William Hill uh, you know they would they would they would run the progressive if that got to a certain amount it was a hundred percent 
uh, or if you could find some some value on the card with the numbers, that's another way to beat the parlays. But yeah, I think this guy was just doing straight money lines. So because of that, I don't think he had an edge, and I and I think he gives it back. <clears throat> and uh, let's yeah. talk about the NFL. Not 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 specific games that we're going to wait for Mike to call in. Um, I think Mike's going to call in in a second, but. Man, I got some stats for you, Dave. Listen to this. Dogs are still up. I said, can it still happen? You said, yes. 89 and 69 and 4 against the spread. So if you bet every NFL game, you're 89, 69, and 4 if you bet the dog. But here's where it really is amazing. Fundamentally, a lot of square bettors, and I don't know how you think about this, Dave, think that the home team dog has an edge. Isn't that like a normal thing that most people think the home team dog has an edge in the NFL? Well, it's a fundamental. I think it's better than 50% over the all the games that have ever been played. So any fundamental so this, like that, you want to look to play that side. If, if other fundamentals line up as well or you have some type of market value or contrarian spot, yes. I think Michael's so here, joined here. us. Wait a minute. Let's just make sure. Mike? I'm here. I'm listening. There you are, pal. How you doing? I can't complain, man. Another week in the books. Another Ravens win. I got to, you know. I think every time Dave's come on the show, we win. We, uh, yeah, we, 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 uh, we. You know, I, I, when they, <laughs> you when, went over in I, one sentence. I got news for you. When the Rams beat him this week, it'll be they. Can I? Can I talk about that? Can I? Can I talk about that? Yeah, can I? we're getting. Go ahead, Dave. Go ahead. Okay, so because this game's interesting, I, I wanted to talk about this one. So they come I'm out. I'm teasing, by the way. I think they they came out. I think they had it. They had it. The Ravens minus two last week on the look ahead. And usually, correct. Usually, the way they adjust those lines is they look at the performance on Sunday or Monday, and then then they adjust accordingly. So the reason why I think the Rams is a huge play here is because uh, if you look at it. No, nothing really happened bad for the. I mean, sure they they had they struggled moving the ball, but I mean in the end they got the win. It was ugly, and, and I just think from going to two to to almost three and a half here is a really good spot. But I know you're going to come in next week. We got another win, but I hope it's just by one. Lamar two. happened. That's what happened. Dave. One or two. Lamar happened. One or two. Can it, can it be one or two? Yeah, we're both on it though. Yeah. Me and him. I, I got news for you. It could be Wade Phillips happened. <laughs> Well, I wanted to say, before we get into specific, I wanted to tell you, you, you just to not leave the uh, listeners cliffhanging on this stat, historically home team dogs have an edge. This year is amazing. Home team dogs are 27-28 and 28 against the spread. I'm going to repeat that. Home team dogs are 27-28 and 28 against the spread. Away dogs are 62 and 41 against the spread. I'm going to repeat that. Away dogs, not the home team dog, are 62 and 41 against the spread. Comment, Dave? But in the, I think in the long run, though, the home dogs, especially catching more than three, uh, if you historically they've they've outperformed the road dogs, but it's small samples. You know, I love to just say small sample size for anything you say. You do. That's my easy but out, but it's remember. true. But 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 we can we can. I mean, look, and I'm not trying to. I'm saying with all respect, the gambler that's listening, he wants and you and me and every we want to make money now. So what I'm saying is, there's something to be said for the line making, and I don't know what your thoughts are, Brian. How can you have that much of a difference where you're literally one game under 500 on home team dogs, 
at home, and then you're twenty. You're literally twenty games over five hundred when you just take the road dogs. Again, I, I, I'm with Small you. On, I'm size. with you on the sample size thing because the next, you know, next week we have the one week. We had the one week. Was just two weeks ago, wasn't it? Two or three weeks ago, where every home team won, with the exception right. of uh, the Giants on Monday night. Right. So again, it, it all it'll all come back to the mean, I believe. Well, but, it, but, well, it will over time, but I don't know about this season. Over time, it will. But it may. I mean, it, it'll come back to the point. I don't know that it'll be as exorbitant a number as it is now. I, I it's gonna. I think it'll trend its way back. And the the only argument you have there is basically I thought about this after you said it. The only argument you have there is they're they're putting the bookmakers are putting too much into home field, and and I'm just not sure. I'm not sure about that. Uh, like like this Rams came. I mean, not hey, at all. And, and Mike, I'm just busting your chops. But the, you know the the reality of it is, one week to the next. Uh, you know how can. Uh, Drew, you know, Drew Brees looks so great, then take a bye and come back and look so bad, and then the next week he looks great again. How can the Falcons be so bad, take a bye, and come back and be a completely different team? And today, everything is rosy for the Ravens. And the, it's an incredible season, and the Jackson kid's on an MVP kind of tear. Uh, but if you look at the game, you sit there and go, the Rams' offense has been pedestrian. I don't know what they're doing, but the situation is, yeah, you know, Baltimore. Oh, yeah, well, you know, we're fighting for home field advantage uh, with New England, and you got the tiebreaker on them. So, yes, the game means a lot to them, but this game means everything to the Rams. I mean, the Rams have to treat this like a playoff game because the Niners and Seattle are getting away from them. So, you know, situationally, who's the better team? Certainly, uh, th- through eleven weeks, it's the Ravens. But the situation levels the playing field. Well, and I mean, specifically when you NFL is so tricky. I mean, as everybody thinks from a you know entertainment and opinion standpoint, it just looks so easy before the day starts. But like you said, a team like the Falcons, who are just decimated on defense, they come in into their bye. Matt Ryan was hurt going into the bye. They come out of the bye and they blast the Saints. Then they go in and they win another game. And just week to week, these teams, you just, uh, they're unpredictable. The good team, yes, the good teams this year consistently be playing well, but they're slip ups. So, you know, I believe, even though as big of a Ravens fan as I am, the Ravens are due for a slip up and going cross country on a primetime game. Look, the line, like Dave said, from a look ahead, it was two. It's up to three and a half. Wait, wait, I got to stop. I got to stop. I got to stop. Brian and Dave, he's completely saying this for the radio. He doesn't believe it at all. I think he, he believes it. On, he is all in on the purple pain. Forget it. I can't listen to it. I'm, I'm getting nauseous. Well, he no, no, no. I bet, look, I bet against. I bet against them, and I gave out this play on the Bengals when I thought that would be a letdown performance. Right after after the New England game, and the look, maybe even the look ahead to the Texans game, and it just seems with the Ravens this year, we're just look. The team is not used to blowing teams out we usually play down our competition and if we win games we're not blowing anybody out well this year's different i mean they can't make the lines high enough i mean the you know the texans come in town off of a bye you know in that three seed looking to even beat the ravens and move up and they just absolutely get obliterated on the road and they look very pedestrian so 
you know, these, the NFL. That's Brian's term. I, I use Brian's word today. Thank but you. It's it's one of those things where every week, it, which specifically, and again, you know, yes, I'm a Ravens fan, and I'm obviously a little bit biased, just a little bit, but you know, the team and Lamar and the way that they're playing, we're peaking right now. I just hope we don't peak too early before the playoffs. But this is the game that I could see them easily slipping up or maybe winning a very close game and, and getting three and a half points at home is huge. So I would even be on, from a betting standpoint, non-emotional, I would definitely be on the Rams at home because it's not like the Rams are just nobody. I mean, they're a good no, team. It, it, They've been playing well. And the funny and thing is that I'm, I'm teasing you, uh, and, I, and I love the game, and I got no opinion on the side. I love the total in this game. And I, I just, listen, Wade Phillips is so good. And they'll have their bad days. Like, they, that game against Tampa Bay was ridiculous. But if you think what Wade Phillips did to Tom Brady and the Patriots in the Super Bowl last year when the Patriots offense was going like a top, Wade Phillips been around a block. He's seen guys like Lamar Jackson before. So Jackson's going to get his. But he's going to dial something up that's going to slow him down. So, well, they've been saying, Brian, they've been saying that the entire season. I mean, I, I personally, since Michael Vick, have never seen this type of player, and you know, his health is really the only thing that's going to stop the Ravens uh, from going you know pretty what, far. You know, my, Mike, I, I love you, bud. I'll tell you what, I ain't buying this hype. <laughs> I ain't buying this at all. I love this, not at all. Look, the kid's having a great year. He's having a great year. He's the flavor of the month. They're making this kid out. He ain't the second coming of nothing. He's having a great year. Come on. Last year, year Joe Flacco was stretching the field and throwing bombs, and this kid came in, and he couldn't stretch the field. He couldn't throw it 18 yards downfield. Hold on. He's on a a 10-week heater, and you're putting him in the Hall of Fame. I get that. But last year, Lamar came in with Joe Flacco offense. They had the type of players around for Joe Flacco, the John Brown to stretch the field deep, and the way that they ran the offense. When he came in, they really didn't open up the playbook for him. They just wanted to win games, get in the playoffs, basically run 80% of the time, and that was just that. Well, in the progression, as we always talk about, look at the progression and regression and from, one, from year one to year two. Baker Mayfield, all that hype in preseason – He's going to be great. He had a great rookie season. He's going to come back, and their Browns are going to win the division, and he doesn't. And what the Ravens do, instead of putting just prima donna receivers around Lamar, they built an offense strategically catered to his strength. The Greg Roman offensive coordinator offense that he had with Kaepernick when they played the Ravens in the Super Bowl comes in, builds an offense directly for Lamar's strengths, and the guy's a lot more accurate this year. And, and, I, and, and you know just, what, and my friend, and, I, and I, I'm telling you, listen, go back go back 20 years or whatever it was, and I'll give you an example this year. And he ain't Lamar Jackson, so that's an unfair deal. But go back 15, 20 years when the Dolphins rolled out the Wildcat offense. That oh, They reinvented football. It worked for a month. All right? Kyle Allen, the kid, the kid, the kid with the Panthers. All right, he's, he comes out of the gate. He's doing real good. Okay, it's been a month. All right, okay. Now we're gonna. This kid ain't gonna beat us. We're gonna put eight in the box and we're gonna stop McCaffrey. And that's the end of that kid. And 
So now you got ten weeks. They're going to sit here, defensive coordinators. There's going to there's gonna be not gonna enough. Look at last year. There's going to well as part of the sample size. Well, I look at the playoff game. He was a train wreck. You talk about one game. What's one game? The, the fumbled, game. He fumbled the ball. We had a, uh, our defense was nowhere near the capacity that they are this year. And last year, the playbook was very minimal, and he still won games with just his legs. Now he's got the ability to stretch the field and use his second and third read, which he didn't wasn't even he, capable of doing last year. I think he, as long as he stays healthy, we have a shot with that defense to go as far as well. Of course, else. of course, they've got a big shot to win the thing. I'm just, I'm just saying, he's having a great year, and good for him. Uh, I'm not sitting here watching this today and saying this guy is for the next decade going to be doing this. That's all. Well, of course. I want to ask you all a question. <laughs> Poor Mike's like, why did I get on I, the phone? I just, I just, <laughs> I just think, I just think, anytime you you beat the Patriots or the Patriots, recent perception is it, going against recent perception is the biggest edge in NFL, and because they did that, it's just almost an auto fade. Uh, for me, especially at post, even if I have no feel on it, I- I'm going to shop around and look to fade the Ravens. I, I just think there's going to be value uh, over and over. Well, and that's well, why I wanna... Dave wins with volume betting year after year, and guys like me that have opinions that are on that Lamar Jackson hype train end up losing with just betting with emotion. So, no, but I think Dave makes a great point year after year. But I actually think you do see value in the Rams this week. I, I can feel it that you didn't just say that. And you're a sharp guy, so you pick and choose pretty good. And and, and I think I think you're with us on. Well, he I thought he Brian was on the Rams. I, here, he I, likes I, the under. I like the under. Well, I, I think that's kind of gotten away from you. Forty nine to forty six and a half. Yeah, maybe it goes back yeah. up though. Uh, prime time game. Did anybody have the under like I did on Monday Night Football? Because you know I just assumed it was a loser, and then they didn't score any points in the third quarter. Oh, you should have seen me. Do you, you, you should have seen me. I had the Chiefs. It, you you should have seen wait, wait, you should have seen me at the I end of that teams, game when the kid catches the, when the kid catches the, the pass when the kid catches the pass and he's in bounds and the, and the guy touches him and it's a forty five yard pass and the guy stops the clock oh, he literally he gave the Chargers seven more plays that that ball that should have been the they should have got the oh. spiked the ball in about eighteen seconds left unfortunately Rivers throws the goofball pass but the boy the refs mangled the last minute of that game. I want to let's have on this show instead of a bad beat segment, let's have a good beat segment. I had San Francisco. Oh, there you go. You're the guy. In the second yeah, half. Yeah, I was wondering who they were. Yeah. In the, in the second half. That's and sick. And my partner texts me and he goes, You cash it. And I go, you're, you're out of your mind. I'm driving down the road. I'm like, It's a little. Oh, a loss. It's unbelievable. Yep, no, I, hey, I've, I've had a couple of stupid ones like that where all we talk about the bad beats, but there are those miracle ones. What was the one? Oh, the same, the same kind of thing you had, John. I, I bet the the Bills in the second half against the Dolphins, and you know Fitzpatrick throws a garbage touchdown and it with a minute to, or runs it in for a, with a minute to go, and and that, that's all she wrote. And the Bills return the onside kick for a touchdown. Well, I mean that's Haley's Comet stuff. But, but, that's like what happened. Of- that's like what happened with the Niners game. But the point I was going to ask David, since he's in game and you're both in game, but I guess either one of you can answer is like. That's random, meaning at the end of the year, they equal out those good beats and those bad beats. No. For somebody said no? Not over a year, because think about it. So so that was an extreme one that happens 
it was something like that with one second left. That that's like one out of what two hundred games. Yeah, so you really need to. Although I do feel like I've had six in a row go my way or six in a row go against me. So we remember the hor- horrible beats. Yeah, I don't know, but 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 the few. It's funny. You're right though. They're few and far between. Look, when you think of all the college football games that have been okay, so in, I'm I'm going back five weeks or what to the the onside kick thing. You're mentioning that one, and then what was it a couple of weeks ago, guys? If you had the under in the Baylor game and it went to overtime and they went and scored points, the, the, those are grisly. But those are three horrible beats of how many football games in the last five weeks that end up on bad beats of the year. Yeah. They're, they're that bad. I, I have a term for you. It sounds like you guys all had I call it fearing the monster under the bed. But I was saying to myself with, with 10 seconds left, okay, well, if, if they uh, run it back here, they won't kick the extra point. So you're always running these scenarios <laughs> of how you could lose. But when you're, but when you're change on the, the rule, too. But, but, when you're on the other, but when you're on the other side, like, like if I had the 49ers there, I'm not running a scenario where I'm going to cover or push. I, I'm very pessimistic. I've noticed that too. It's just, but, but I'm always thinking about it. You know, if he can go against me, so yeah. Well, wait, it is one-sided. wait, wait. Let me let me be clear. I had San Fran in the first half, but I'd already lost that bet. So I just came back with San Fran in the second half as a reversion of the mean bet. Like, well, they'll probably cover the second half. Even I'm totally I'm against cover- that. Totally against that bet. But anyway, keep going. <laughs> no, I mean it's all right. One of us has to cash uh, once in a while. So, you know, I mean, look, the re- what I wanted to ask you both about now, just to get off the football for a second, is, Dave, like yesterday, um, a lot of, couple top 25 teams played, like Maryland and Gonzaga, and uh, are you just normally this early in the season a fader of the unranked teams playing the top 25 teams? Because I noticed it's been nothing but money. These teams are not covering, they're just winning. I Selective memory, short sample size. I'm gonna I'm gonna try not to say that more than three times next week. But yeah, short sample. No, no, I'm just saying as a strategy as a whole, year over year, early in the season, no. this long season of college no. hoops, do you fade the top twenty five no, teams because they play unranked opponents? N- not as an auto bet, not at all, because there's been years where they crushed it early. It's just for whatever reason this year they're not doing that. Uh, but yeah, like I was right. Yeah, but I mean like later I was, in the year. It also comes down to to the to the handle on the games, and so for example, let's say it's, this is February. Now we're fading the top twenty-five. The handle is a lot bigger, so the public skew is there more. So now there is a lot of auto bet scenarios, especially living here in Vegas. But with everybody focused on on football these days, you don't see that as much. Yeah, and you've been getting involved, uh, Brian, with the college hoops. You're letting it. Follow play out a little bit. Easing, easing into it. E- I mean, a, a game or two a night, um, and just kind of taking some notes here. I just still way too many gray areas, um, and I'll I'll save David the trouble. Small sample size of games. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I I really want to know what I'm dealing with. I you know this is why all the he had a term for it. The people, the flavor of the month. This is why they think that that they're geniuses. They'll come and they'll they'll play these things that are just running good recently, um, thinking, "Well, I could just keep betting that and I'll and I'll win." And this well, is why, in the end, they they they, they don't let's realize. Let's take a perfect just, example. I was going to call you on Sunday 
But let's go back don't to do Sunday. It. I don't like being called uh, during football. Uh, well, that's, I said I was, but I didn't. You and Brian both are like, no, no don't talking call allowed me. On, he says, no. Well, no, no talking allowed when games are being played. You and Brian. Oh, I'm but like, I'm like that thing. with when, when there's a horse race going on. Like, don't come anywhere near me. <laughs> when I saw the line pop on the Patriots at post, I mean, literally, we talked about this on the radio last week. I literally said they're going to be so one-sided on the Patriots coming off a bye, getting beat by the Ravens, and the Sharps are going to come in on Philly at post because it's going to get a, they're going to get a better number, and the public's going to just lay into it, and uh, somehow, some way the Patriots find a way to cover. But in those spots, it just kind of makes you shake your head because you're looking at that after the game. I mean, there was a couple games that I looked at before with no information. I go, how can the Jets be? How can the Jets be getting points? This is easy. How can, how can, how can, how can the Patriots not find a way to cover if they're going to win? And, you know, I didn't play those games, but I'm just making a point that when you look at games like that that are so square, do you just you just expect that that line's going to move like that right before game time on that Patriots game? The, the, this week, no, it won't get to seven. No, last week against Philly, off the bye. That's what I'm saying. The line, well, literally but, but, but the thing was, half. but Philly was off a bye too. You right. love bringing up the sensitive games. You do every week. You bring up one of my big losers. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but that game, <laughs> he, he, they were one sided. Yeah, he takes notes. The, the books didn't. The books weren't. They weren't into. They they didn't like that result. I don't think. Uh, some might have randomly, but uh, the majority definitely didn't want that to happen. And and it felt like we had life at the end, and and then they get they get stopped close, and it's like oh another loss, but. Uh, <laughs> No, I don't. I don't think this one gets to seven this week. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's take a quick time out. It's Sports Insider Radio. I invite you to check the website out, SportsInsiderRadio.com. Heading to the top of the hour. We'll be right back. JohnSyndicate.com. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Direct from the Vegas Strip. Are you looking to access the most powerful betting syndicate information directly from the Vegas Wise Guys? The same games that players walk into the casinos and move 5, 10, 20 dimes a game on week in and week out. Learn the secrets of the most powerful betting sources directly from our office to your ears. All you have to do to walk with that air of confidence is pick up the phone and don't stall. Make the call. Call 1-888-201-4201. That's 1-888-201-4201. Call now. Call free for your access password at johnsyndicate.com. That's www.johnsyndicate.com. Call now. Call free. Hey, this is former odds maker Kenny White now on your side of the counter. Go to oddsxfactor.com where I'm going to reveal all the secrets how to beat the NFL, NBA, Major League Baseball, and especially college sports. College is my forte. I love totals. I love second halves. And I love in-game. I was seen on 60 Minutes. I can beat the point spread. I was on the other side. Now I'm with you. Go to oddsxfactor.com. 
1-800-209-1679. That's 1-800-209-1679. Pick up the phone and make the call. Get today's Consensus Club play absolutely free. Coming from the outside to the inside here at SportsInsidersRadio.com. Get our top Consensus play from me, John, yours truly, plus Kenny White and Brian Blessing. It's absolutely free. Don't stall. Make the call. 1-800-209-1679. All right, back with you, Sports Insider Radio. Check out the website, sportsinsiderradio.com. This hour's flying by. Uh, Let's dive right in. And and I want to throw it back real quick to John. I'm shocked, my friend. Not one reference, maybe one. Well, what's College Hoops been up and running for now? Three weeks? A month? Yeah, a month. And I, was, I just talked about it. I didn't. You mean talk about Towson State, Loyola, Maryland, and Maryland? What Keep going. No, no, no. IUPUI. IUPUI. That's your team. Come on. If, 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 if Mike, oh, and we're clowning around. If, if Mike's saying we with the Ravens, you should be saying we with IUPUI. IUPUI is, uh, used to be a cash machine. But look, early in the season, like I said, I'm looking for a lot of in-game and second-half wagering. And what I was going to talk about after the break was parity. They're doing it again, guys, with the, with the NBA. Right now we are 102 and 93, 52% dog, nine-game edge against the spread. So if you bet every dog in the NBA or every favorite, there's only a nine-game differential. Favorites are down nine games right now. Favorites are 47.69%. Dogs are 52.3%. The overs and unders in all games, 95 and 104 to the over. Overtime games, obviously, if you can in-game live bet them, 9-2 and two to the over when the game goes in the overtime. Non-overtime games, Brian, it's a big difference. If a game does not go into overtime, 86-102 and 102 to the under. More unders in regulation, and those extra games are coming in, in in overtime. I wanted to talk to you, Dave, about this. Do you do any quarter betting? I've noticed there's been a trend where the team that's basically going to win the game stops playing in the fourth quarter. I can't. Stops playing in the fourth I... quarter, and the other team just runs, and it doesn't affect the outcome of the game. Well, the runs, the runs I... in the NBA are insane. Short sample the... size again, selective memory, a lot of things I can say about that. I uh, do not get too involved in, in quarter betting. Just first half uh, or first second half. half. I do the halves. I mean, because you really can't find a place, well, I can't, that where you can make a sizable wager on a quarter. Uh, you can on halves. Full game, obviously, you can. So just because of that, I, I it doesn't attract me to try to get involved in those situations. And, how's, uh, and, and overall, with Brian and yourself, Mostly sides or mostly totals for you, Brian. I guess I can assume mostly totals in the NBA. Uh, mostly, but there happened to be a game since you brought it no, up. Don't do since it. you well, I mean he brought it up. No, I I wasn't even going to mention good it. Good work, good work. Mr. I was, wasn't even going to mention it that a certain Portland 
Toronto game was it? Because he Last forgot. Week? He forgot. I did forget. Because yeah, I was saying, can I? I was saying this. I was saying that. So I come in. I came in and I said, "Congrats on our head to head." And he and he looked at I'm me. I'm like, huh? Well, yeah, he gave me the huh look. He goes, "Oh yeah, okay." And I go, "You wouldn't even." I could come in and say, "I won the head to head." I would have. So I, I would have high fived you. You have so many guests and so many shows, but no, yeah. he was right. Toronto. He said that. Um, Toronto would cover against Portland, and and it's a pretty easy. Actually, they blew them out. They, so they were sitting there waiting for them. Th- that was the logic, and that's how the game looked. Yeah. To, to be honest, they looked outmatched. So uh, he score one. It's for a marathon, him. not a sprint, right? Score one for him. I'm <laughs> coming for hey, you, David. David, give me a head. Hey, to head David, it's a very small sample size. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, so it's an easy out for you everybody. Yeah, there small you go. sample size. Let me ask you, Brian. Uh, Brian. Yes, sir. When 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 the Texans come to Baltimore. Okay. And go home with their tails between their legs. Yeah. And that's the last game everybody has seen. And then they go and they host them the Colts on Thursday night, I'm, November I'm glad 21st. You brought th- I'm glad you brought it up. Go ahead. Keep going. Okay. What is the psychology for most betters? Most betters, to me, are going to take, in this instance, well, I, I take that back. If you're a sharp better, you're going to take the Colts. I like the Colts. There's no information. Guys, if you're listening, wherever you're listening, I'm not giving a selection on the Colts. I'm just saying I'm kind of – I think Dave would be with me on taking the Colts. If with no info, Dave will let me know. And I think the squares are going to look for the bounce back for Houston to take, take care of business. See, I – I don't know about the I don't, I don't know about the pros versus Joe's thing on that. I mean, if they got they ran into a buzzsaw, right? But but John, this is their season. This these both these teams are six and four. This this is for first place in the division, and the loser is likely out. I mean, even from the wild card race. And I gotta if, take the and, Colts. I'm sorry. And if, well, if Indy wins, I will tell you, Houston's done because you, Indy will have swept them well, and we'll have a three game lead. I'm a better. I'm a better. I'm. 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 You, me, and you have a rule. You know my rule. No, no three and a half. So I'm on the dog. So for me, you know, Texans might win by three, but right now I can get the Colts at three and a half. To so me, what's your take on that, Dave? To me, there's. To me, Houston is just a. If you were going to play on a neutral site. They're better. So then you look, well, the home field's worth three. Do you really want to lay three and a half here? I don't see any value with the Colts because they're, you know, they're, they're, I think they're outmatched a little bit. I mean, the bottom line is, right? I mean, they had a horrible game. I mean, Mike should be chiming. Mike's the one should be chiming in. Mike, well, Mike watched every play. Well, no, but Mike's Mike's the one should be chiming in. They got killed by a great team. The Colts are. It's it's a game. Draw a line through it. And you, so you got basically, you got Deshaun Watson. Versus Jacoby Brissett, and their season's on the line. If a three popped up here, I would lay it for Mac for like fifty five hundred. I mean, I'm just saying that's what I would do. <laughs> Mike, anything? Yeah, I mean, I did, they got beat by a great team. That's all I heard. Yeah, see, <laughs> no, but but the bottom. You're one, a buzzsaw but the, too. But he the, called you a buzzsaw. But you, know, <laughs> but you know what, John? No, it's just the one week to the next kind of thing. All right, so we can do this pros versus. I'm gonna, next week if the Colts win, I'm gonna give. I'm gonna tell you guys you know, that I'll make that my free selection on the radio, just because everybody's against me. I'll be the guy that stands out, put the neck out, take the Colts plus the three and a half for the cover. Go ahead. All right, we we're all we're all picking one. All right, what's what's yours? Usually, I'm, you and I'm I have Houston. A, I'm Houston minus minus three and a half. All right, so we know one of us is going to win. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to be very unpopular around here. Let me guess: the Buffalo Bills. No, no. The Rams. The Jets. 
Oh, I thought we had I'll to pick the one game. No, no, no. Any game. Any game. Any NFL game. Okay. Well, you and I have usually come to a consensus. Well, no, I have I'll the Jets. A, I'll take the Rams over here. I did Rams fi- for me. Lock it up for Mike. I did 5,500 at, at Rampart on the Jets plus three, but now it's basically two and a half. So what are we graded at? Two and three. a half or three? Do the three. We'll give, our, no, we'll give ourselves three yeah. there. Okay, if we give We could buy the half point of it. <laughs> Okay, I'll take uh, Jets no, and Rams. I mean, it's the Raiders' life is rosy. Things are things are great. Uh, they're traveling cross country, playing a breakfast football game, and oh, by the way, Kansas City's in the on deck circle. Oh, they'll go there and beat the Jets, right? It's the NFL. Jets, you know, it's, you know what's going to happen. Jets, Rams, and Packers for me. Everyone else? Oh, it's one or three. It was. It's it was one. one. I did two bonus picks. <laughs> I did the bonus picks. Well, we already know you have a futures bet on the Packers for forty-eight thousand. So it'll be the Packers every week. No, I, this is this is only the first time I've taken them since then. I've faded well, them let me, every time. Let me, here's here's one that I would like to because we have a few minutes left, and Mike can chime in. Everybody can chime in. This Carolina Saints game. So oh. you know, Carolina gets demolished against Atlanta. I think Atlanta demolished the Saints. And now they're playing each other. The line opens at seven and goes to nine and a half. To me, that's an overreaction. Yeah, definitely. This and is the standard. Value oh, standard. If a ten, like right now, it's a flat nine and a half. If somebody had a ten, it's a standard. Go over there and, and grab the plus ten. In my eyes, standard. See, talk about recent perception. Mm-hmm. This this game is is textbook. Plus, you're fading a big move. It's a great spot. Anybody else? I'm on, on the I'm on the sidelines. I I think. The jury's out on Carolina. I think teams have figured out the quarterback, and they're they're doing their level best. Take McCaffrey away, and Carolina's got a problem. I'm not, I I want to watch another week on them. That that's one that I will steer clear of. Personally, all right. Well, let, let's try to let's one more Atlanta Falcons on a little two game roll, three and seven on the season. Like this, hosting game. a three and seven Tampa Bucks, and they're laying four. They open up at two and a half, and now they're up to four. I, uh, to me. Track meet city. It's an absolute. It's a track meet. Uh, Winston can go up and down the field on anybody, and he can turn it over with the best of them. And the Falcons' defense can create points. And it's Tampa Bay. I think. I think they get sucked into a track meet kind of game. I think. Oh, hey, by the way, boys, do it quick. We're out of time. <laughs> I just noticed this. I didn't play the music. We're done. That was a fast hour. That was. Tune in next week, everybody. Uh, Michael, good luck to Lamar Jackson and the Rams. We'll we'll have a <laughs> fun little debate next week. And John, we need you to get a bigger sample size for David. And we'll be here and we'll have a couple of chuckles next week. Check out sportsinsiderradio.com, 800-209-1679. Another one's in the cookie jar. Another edition of Sports Insider Radio.